Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Let's Talk Sport podcast. My name is Jeffrey XD, and today, as always, I'm joined by Connor Smith. Yep. And also today, we've got a very special guest here to talk about some Jose Mourinho-esque type stuff. We're joined by Vicky K. Yo, 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 what's up? I'm so glad to be on this podcast. How you doing? I'm doing Welcome, fantastic. welcome. It's a pleasure to have you yeah. here. It's a pleasure to We're be so excited. We're always looking for guests here on the Let's Talk uh, Sport podcast. So if you ever want to feature, you just hit me or Connor up in the DMs and uh, we'll see if we can hook you up with a feature, you know? In the DMs. Alrighty. Straight into the business. So as you know, last week we were, uh, we did some EPL predictions at the end of the podcast episode. Um, but what's happened is Connor <laughs> forgot to write pretty much all of his down, and then um, I only got one right. So it was just a bit of a flop. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. Don't That's really see much cool. point. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So we'll just yeah, move we'll move right, into we'll move right along. Oh, we'll move. First of all, in the cricket, we had India versus Bangladesh. Uh, India smashed Bangladesh. Won by an innings in 46 runs. Australia smashed Pakistan. Won by an innings in five runs. Um, did you know there's a kid from the Pakistan team who's 16? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can I swear? I'm, I'm not dead. Oh, well, it's advertised as a clean podcast. Okay. Okay. But we'll let that one slide. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. This is my name. No, that's, that's all right. I'll try to narrow it down. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just pretend that didn't happen. Okay. All right, moving on. So there's a sixteen, <laughs> there's a sixteen-year-old in the Pakistan team. He's pretty good. Boy, Matt. boy or girl? Boy. Boy, obviously. Uh, obviously. It's not a girls' team. Well, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can. Yeah. yeah never mind. <laughs> All right, and then New Zealand versus England. No one's actually. Oh, it's closer. It's closer. Uh. New Zealand racked up a massive score of 615 for nine declared. Good old Mitch Shatner, greatest player to ever play the game. Scored his maiden century. And then he took three wickets in the second innings. So I think the game's about to resume with England 55 for three, trailing by 207 on the last day. It could be heading for a draw, to be honest. Um, But... Who knows? Yeah. When I was watching it on the news last night, it sounded like New Zealand was giving them a right thrashing, and all they were talking, they were pretty much saying that England had no way back into it. Yeah, England definitely can't win from here. I can't see them winning. Yeah, yeah it doesn't look like it. So they'll they'll have to bat the whole day. Yeah. Uh, to salvage a draw, so I th- I think it can be close. Mm. Mm. All right. Next up. The headline says, Tennis, Tennis's biggest young star coming oh, to the Auckland's ASB Classic. That's yeah. this. Talking about uh, Coco Gelf. Yeah, she's 15 now. I thought she was 14. 15. Episode, Holy but she's 15. She went to Wimbledon this year and uh, made it to the round of 16. Yep. And, um, she lost to Venus Williams. Oh, crap. 
in Auckland. No, she beat Venus Williams. Did she? Yeah. I thought she... Oh, yeah. No way. She lost to world number seven, Simona Halep. Oh, yeah. It does say that. Yeah. I know. I thought... I, oh, my bad. I just... I, it, well, it, says on, it says on this article that she lost to uh, Venus Williams as well. No, it says uh, the biggest of her matches on the grass court was her defeat of Venus Williams, not her defeat. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Yo, sorry, guys. I dropped out of English at level uh, zero. <laughs> nice. You didn't even do English. When I just see all these, like, kids our age playing professional sport, I just... Oh. I just get done, like, where I could have been there. Yeah. Like, I'm not that talented. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So jealous. These guys. I wonder if they have any friends, though, like, honestly. Oh, yeah. How much, of, how much of a social life do you reckon you get if you're, like, professional sport 16? <clears throat> Probably, like, two um, or three hours, maybe. Because it depends. I don't Does she go to school? I think she does um, all her schoolwork, like, while she's away. Yeah, you right. would have to. That must be hard. That'd be really hard. I mean, because your best friends before you become like a sports star, say, like, if I was to get signed up to Man United <laughs> yep. right now, you guys would like be DMing me every day, hundred percent, and like, you know, give me tickets. That's what. Give me. That's merch. what she'll be getting. Yeah, exactly. That's what will be happening to her right now. She'll have like two best friends that her nonstop, just so that. In the future, she, like they're all that she has, sure. best friend wise, you know. Oh, it's actually kind of sad, but also, all right, I guess. Bro, that's life. If she's sixteen. She's playing world class tennis. You don't need friends, you know. Money makes the world go round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, um, right. What's next? Kiwi race driver Scotty McLaughlin in the V8 Supercars uh, won the title as the season ended yesterday, I think. I think he he won 18 out of the 32 races, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's well. How much did he win? 18 out of 32. That's mad. Yeah. What's what's the prize money for races like that? I don't know. Um, Does anyone know? Uh, because I wonder, like, surely it must be. Oh, I don't actually know, but surely it must be like more than a football World Cup prize. Oh, I, I won't say football. Maybe rugby World Cup. Because are you uh, sure? It's super race, tough, race car driving. Think... It's it's a lot more dangerous. Like if you get into a head-on crash. Yeah. If you get into a head-on tackle in rugby, you've just got a bleeding nose or something. Uh, so it looks like you get four hundred grand. Oh wait, wait what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Me. Well, it's, actually- it's just like an Australian. It's it is. It's an Australian competition. So yeah. yeah. It's not like the biggest competition. Like if you race in Formula One, you'd make way more money. Yeah, but, probably right. a million dollars. Yeah. Left turn. <laughs> Left turn. Hey. Uh, Jake. In some more news, I've just seen, 
New Zealand footballer Sarpreet Singh has been promoted to the Bayern oh, I've seen that. Man. Oh, really? Shit. Yep. Man. He's pretty good. He's, um, not, he's, not like he's been caught up. Well, I mean, Bayern are going through a little bit of a... I mean, kind of. They're going through a little bit of a rough patch. Like, um... Yeah. And the... In the, in the top of the league. I think there's not many points separating, like, first from sixth. But they should be well first by this time in the Bundesliga because they are the, they are the super team with all of the money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been promoted alongside Joshua uh, Zerxi, Oliver Bastitamaya, and um, Leon Dejaku. Uh, I know... I know the first two boys, Joshua Zerkzy, he's like proper good Dutch uh, promising striker. So I'd like to see him get some game time for uh, Bayern as well as Sarfreep Singh. Are they all like the same age? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I mean, Bayern's um, uh, the reserve team, it's really youthful. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much just a youth team who play in the uh, third Bundesliga. Just like Germany has so many young, like youth talents, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, even if talent. even if they don't get that much playtime, it's very yeah. good for them to be training with the first team. Yeah, I see. I mean, Sarpreet's done it before on preseason. Yeah, so for New Zealand, the man. Yeah, it's definitely helped his game. Respect. You know, he's been playing in a variety of positions for the reserve team. He's playing like cam, center mid, CDM, and you wouldn't like think he's a defensive player. Oh what! So it's it's good that he's, um, you know, branching out yeah. and trying all these different things while he's still young mm. and has the opportunity to. Yeah, that's good. Hopefully, he gets more playing time, and we'll see him as a really prominent first figure. First yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Because he's pretty young too. How old is he? Uh, twenty. Two, right. or 20, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's still pretty young. 20, 20, 20, 20, right. 20. Yeah, he's got heaps of years ahead of him, though. Exactly. Like, he'll be going into his prime in about five or six years. 100%. And a lot of the big players in Bayern will have moved on, so... Yeah. It's time to shine. I mean, there's a lot of stars going into that 30-year-old yeah. age pretty soon, yeah. so it's time for the... You know, as the next decade rolls on, there's going to be a lot of young stars um, stepping exactly. up. It'll be hard to replace some of the older players. Though. Like some, like Lewandowski, like he, the man is like 30 and over yeah. and he's scoring, he's banging goals for fun. Yeah. Like, how do you yeah. replace that type of person? I mean, there's there's going to be a striker who, who plays for Bayern Munich who will score more than Lewandowski does. Yeah, There's going to be a young, stri- fast striker coming up. Yeah. He'll be able to score just as many. It's just a matter of finding that player. And yeah. it shouldn't be too hard because there's a lot of talent going around. Exactly. We need our call-up, boys. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's Jacob's call-up. Uh, Jacob's call-up. Where's, the, where's the first 11 scouts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Coach, to be an All Blacks coach. Ian Foster versus Scott Robertson, the head-to-head battle. Yes, uh, the All Blacks coach, Ian Foster. Uh, 
he's the All Blacks assistant coach at the moment. So he's like, yeah. he's been in the environment. So then he can sort of offer, you know, knowledge of what's gone before and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Scott Robertson, you know, Canterbury and Crusaders coach. He's done pretty well for them, so. Definitely. Plus, he can do a sick break dance. You know, I feel I feel like sorry sometimes for assistant coaches. Um, Why? Because because if the head coach gets um, leaves or gets fired, then it kind of on you to be like a replacement manager. But um, in this case, where Steve Hansen's leaving and they've got time to appoint a new coach rather than just um, make their assistant coach the head coach. I think they've got to go get a new coach. Yeah. I, I don't... I just don't like it when the assistant becomes the head. Well, at the time, you can't really do anything. If you don't have any options, you have to get this. Yeah. But they've got they've got time in this scenario and they've got options. Oh, okay. Yeah. Although sometimes it does seem smart to just put the assistant up to head coach because they'll have all that experience of what works yeah. for the team. Yeah. And they'll so, have been in that environment for a while. Like, I think it's Ian Foster's been there for eight years. So, yeah. Do you think that if Scott Robinson gets appointed, then Ian Foster will leave? I don't know. He's 54. But I suppose it doesn't yeah. matter too much how old you are as a coach. No, definitely not. I think he'd stay on. Oh, yeah. Probably. Depends how much he, like, wants it. If he's just going for head yeah. coach because cause he, just because he can, because he's assistant coach, he might, he'll probably stay on. But I reckon if he really wants it, it'll be like, you know how political political parties, if one party's leader doesn't win prime minister, then they usually step down. So it could be like that. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. I don't know. <clears throat> All right, boys, on to some, Should we move on some to local them? sport. Now nah, we'll go. The New Zealand's College first 11 team, we've, we've choked our chance of making Prem 1. Oh. Yeah. Very difficult. Saturday, Saturday, we had to win and then had to hope that Wairapa College beat Hutt Valley High School, which was unlikely, but they managed to do it. And then we just, we had a shocker against Rongatai, really. A very shocking. Yeah. Because that's a shame because um, Rongatai, Rongatai played real well. Fair play to them, and then we just never really got going in our innings. Yeah, which is a shame. Yeah, it's weird. the The whole thing was real close because if we had won, we would have been in the final and potentially came first. But we lost, and now we're fourth. Oh shit! So oh sorry, my yeah. It's all right, Vishik. No one really listens this far into the podcast anyway, so it's okay. I'll get I'll up. be listening to the whole podcast. Oh, it's a bit of I'm it might take off one day. Who knows? So do you think that you guys will have a chance next year of getting team of the year? Well that's what I'm thinking. We get dropped back down to Prem two and then we win it again, hopefully. 
yeah. and then and then get it again, which could potentially happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, it's not like uh, it's a lot different than winning Division Eight or yeah. something and getting Team of the Year. <clears throat> Shots. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Wits, I know you're listening. Yeah, stop giving it to netball, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I reckon next year, next year, my year 13, I'm going to try captain the team and just have a good time. Ooh, big man. Oh, nice. Same for me. I'm trying to captain first 11. Yeah. yeah. We're going to try win team yeah. of the year, 100%. We're gonna win, win the league. How? Win when's trophy. the last time football won Team of the Year? Like, I feel like it's been a long, long time. Have they ever I've won Team of the Year? Them winning. I've never heard <laughs> yeah, of that's them. what I. Yeah, probably not. I'm not gonna lie. But next year's yeah, I. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think I'm international keeper. I'm gonna play and try make firsts again. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll make first, G. Oh yes. Are we you missed gonna... you this season. Are, are you signed up for our like summer summer training? No. All right, but all good. Okay. Yeah, you got cricket to keep your fitness up anyway. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I reckon all we need next year is just to do real well in those qualifying games and just get in a good division, and then yeah. just play hard. See what happens. Well, I mean, it would be good to like start really early. Like as soon yeah. as term one starts, we want to start like getting the first 11 finalised so we can go into trainings and have lots of pre-season games yeah. against, like, at least once every weekend, whether it has to be against the second 11 every weekend. But, yeah. like, we'll get a few games against other schools. I mean, just to keep that 90-minute fitness yeah. style going in the formation. Yeah. I was... yeah, like, I think this season's biggest downfall was our fitness and commitment, I think. Yeah. So if we can improve our fitness, we'll be much more better, much more likely to do better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there needs to be some, like, uh, fitness and working hard because you can, you can work really hard if you've not got 100% fitness. You can still work really hard. And we didn't always have players giving 110%. Like, like for example, like D- D- Dylan or Mariano. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to the big talking point. Oh, yo. Oh. Jose Mourinho's appointment at Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, big man. Oh, I'm guessing that. <laughs> Shik, you're a Tottenham Hotspur, Hotspur supporter. How are you feeling? Yes, all right. Uh, excited, but also skeptical and concerned a little bit because it is Jose Mourinho. He's known for a lot of issues and ending badly at clubs with his anger issues and just having bad relationships with the board and players. But I believe... He's going to do wonders for our club. I mean, I don't like it when people say, you know, that he's an issue manager. Because, like, sure, he got into a fight with Pogba or whatever. Sure, he, like, I mean, 
but he's he's won like twenty twenty four twenty five trophies in his career. Yeah, like in Tottenham's his, history, you've only won twenty three. Like he's bigger than your whole club. <laughs> so... Yeah, I know. It's... <laughs> but like, yeah, I you can see him like when he got sacked from Manchester United, he he had like. Was it about almost a year with no job, and you could see the determination to come back. And once he's been at our club, I've seen so many interviews as he's been our manager. He's, I feel like he's changed from who he was before. He has a like new philosophy and do way better than other people say. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see because some people can say that he's been uh, manipulating the press into, um, like, manipulating them to make them think that he has this new philosophy. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see if it just goes back to the same old football. Because the press press are just enjoying them now. Tottenham Hotspur had to move their press conference room, if I'm right, because they're people compared to when like they did the press conferences with Potch when they did the first one with Jose they had to go to a bigger room wait really yeah. oh yeah because bigger more press kind of yeah. I saw a prediction that uh, oh. someone said that Hwingman's son's going to get annoyed and just leave and join the army because he's going to get fed up at Jose Mourinho <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what the hell I think that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. I think. I think it's. Yeah. In a serious note, though, I think uh, Son leaving is a real possibility. I think uh, Kane leaving yeah, I too. Yeah, Ericsson definitely will big, leave. Like, since Potch left, like the players. Well, let's talk about Pochettino for a second, right? I have mad respect for him. He's the man's done so much for our club. He hasn't won trophies, but he us, He had consistent top four finishes for four years yep. in a row. Went to the Champions League finals, semi-finals, and he's just made our club into a more bigger club, even though we haven't won trophies. Um, and we're just... We needed someone to take over because it was going it was getting uh, the era of Pochettino was dying down you could see it from last season I guess when we started losing so many games away from home yeah. at home and the Champions League um, the way we went to the Champions League final kind of masked our defeat and problems just started arising from players and the board and it was just time to switch it up I guess No, I got two things I think that you guys really could have won that Champions League final if you had won that Poch would have left but the reason you didn't win wasn't because of like Poch or anything it was because of one man Harry Kane who had just gone come back told Poch he was fit when he clearly wasn't fit yeah Lucas Moura could have started and you could have had Son uh, more. Who else played the game? Who else played up front? Maybe uh, Dilly. Lamella. Dilly. Oh, Dilly! You could have had them three just running at Liverpool's defense. 
Like, it, it's tough to mark, but you just had an unfit Harry Kane leading the line, and that really cost you. Yeah, that's... I, when, I saw, when I saw him come back, I was excited when Harry Kane came back yeah. from injury, but I didn't expect him to play, and when I saw Potts play him, I was like, no, I don't think this is going to work out well. But, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't Potts' man... fault. It was Kane telling Potts that uh, he was already... But isn't it the manager's choice? Yeah, it, it is the manager's choice. But when when you've got your like, I know Lloris is the club captain, right? But when you've Kane vice captain, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. When you've got your vice captain coming up to you and and you need your top scorer as well, your best striker, and you want to score in the Champions League, you want to. Score and you've got your top striker coming back saying, your boss, I'm ready. You don't go, oh, you might I'm just going to play a worse striker than you, even though you're fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand I where think, you're coming from. Yeah, Potts took Tottenham as far as, uh, as, far as they can go. Um, yeah. And to go that step further, they needed to bring in a world-class manager like Mourinho. But it's just a shame that mm-hmm. um, what's happened is you've had a bad season and you've lost all that Champions League final form where is if, if Jose got brought in at the start of the season as a world-class manager who's won heaps of trophies, you might have pushed on this season. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, if we did appoint Jose Mourinho at the start of the season, I think we would have done way better. But I think the problem... Like is not within Poch. It's probably within Daniel Levy because the man did not give him money to spend on transfers. We had one whole year, no transfers, nobody in here, and he just had to make do with the team he had. Well, I mean, when you're building and, like a uh, three hundred stadium, you've not really got a lot of money to give. To be fair. Yeah, like. <sighs> Ah, yeah, maybe that's a cost. It's mostly, we kind of, it was supposed to be $400 million a stadium, and it rose up to $1 billion, Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is insane. So I guess we wouldn't have money there, but still. And you guys aren't, like, you're, you're a popular club, but you're not, a, you're not a Man United or a Barcelona who have got literally people buying shirts from every place in the world. Sure, you've probably got someone buying a shirt say, from New Zealand or from Africa or something. But you've not got, like, millions of people buying from those smaller countries. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. We wouldn't have that much revenue. But since now, Jose Marino's coming, I think we'll get more spotlight, you know? I mean, you you saw the honeymoon period during when Ole uh, Gona Solskjaer came to United. And I think... Definitely against West Ham, Tottenham were feeling that. Next. What was the question? Who have you got next, playing next in the Prem? Uh, who, who do we have? Uh, wait, let me check. Because, you know, you don't, you can't like, if the honeymoon period goes on for however game, happened to Ole, yeah, and the 
absolute downfall. And you just wonder, is that going to happen to Jose if Tottenham just are feeling their new manager or we've got a world-class manager in and they start playing good football? But in the end, it just it will drop. Well, I don't... I going to happen. Like, I don't think we'll have the same situation as all his honeymoon period. So you'll start um, losing straight away. How what? Do you think you'll start losing straight away? No. I don't think we'll start. Oh, it's confusing because I feel like we'll win games because our fixtures <clears throat> afterwards. Uh, we have Bournemouth next. Oh damn! We actually have Man You've United got you've afterwards. got United away straight straight after Bournemouth. And you know oh, the United, the United players, they're gonna want to win at home against Jose Mourinho's new club. I don't see yeah, any. That's, that's gonna be a United win, nothing but a United win, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't see a United win. I see Tottenham winning. Easy. There's absolutely, there's absolutely no chance, no chance. <laughs> what? what do you Rashford, mean? How? Ten goals in eleven games. Yeah, he's gonna score a. Patrick against No, Tottenham. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. Uh, they can't be. Rubbish. Well, <laughs> it is Old Trafford, but I am not going to... I would I would back Jose Mourinho to stuff you guys up. It's, it's no accomplishment beating West Ham here. West Ham are garbage. They played garbage. Wait, you wait, almost, gave it, you almost do... gave it away at the end as well. Well, okay, it's the first game, all right? <laughs> we didn't know. We were we were actually the dominant for the first hour. We went 3-0 up, yeah, and we can see the two goals. But there's improvement to be there. If it was what? you guys, you would have probably lost 4-3. Man, Man United today, yeah, we were outplayed for 70 whole minutes. And during that last 20 minutes, yeah, we scored three goals. Right. Imagine, oh. imagine when we play against you guys in a top club game and everyone is just turned on 100%. We're going to yeah. score at least 10 from the get-go. <laughs> at least 10. You, can, yeah. you scored three, but then you conceded three as well. So you drew. What a bottle. It's not a bottle, realistically. Yeah, we conceded at the last minute when we could have um, yeah. won. But we were outplayed for almost... All, all of the game, so you got to give credit for the boys scoring yeah, three yeah, goals in a short time. Oh, we'll you see. Managers, we'll see. You're you're done. It's over. Yeah, relegation. We'll see if your fans can actually give the atmosphere to amp up your team up. Here. I didn't realize you guys had away fans here. No one's turning up to Old Trafford. Trust. Your whole club supporters are just going to be at home having a cry. Potch, come back. Come back, Potch. Nah. You're going to be begging. We'll we'll have more fans in Old Trafford than you guys. We'll be singing, come on you Spurs, louder than all your fans. How are you going to have more fans in Old Trafford? No, our voice. We'll have less fans, but we'll have more atmosphere. Right. No chance. <laughs> okay, what's the prediction then? Prediction? Yeah. 4 1. 4 man. 4 1. Damn, that's. that's Tottenham, to that's get, Tottenham to get the first goal. 
Jose will do something stupid, and then Man United will just score for it. Yeah. Who who's the only team to not lose to Liverpool in the league? Man United. <sighs> An mm. absolute Old Trafford masterclass by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You, you guys are gonna feel. You're gonna feel the same. How is it parking the bus, mate? That's See, literally I mean, our I... place. That's literally our. No, I swear, in the Liverpool game, you guys counter-attacking football. Okay. Well, I predict a three-nil win. You're joking. Because, uh, you to Tottenham. <laughs> no. To Tottenham, yeah. Yeah, to Tottenham. We joke. Can't be. What about you, Connor? Uh, two all. Right. Yep. Oh. Connor, do you think man. that after the Norwich defeat oh, Everton, do you think do you think that Marco Silva is on his way out? Probably. Honestly, Everton are just so bang average. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Because your manager's got an attacking football philosophy, yeah. and then we can't score goals. Like, come on. Right. Say, say next season, yep. next season starting fresh. Who would you guys want as a manager? We'll take. Start with you. Oh, we'll take right. Pot because he doesn't have a job. You'll take Potch. We'll bring him on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who would you take for shit? Would you stick with Jose? Uh, yeah, I'll still stick with Jose. There's like, well, for me, like, if we didn't have Jose, I would take um. Nagelsmann from RB Leipzig and yeah. maybe Ancelotti, either of those two. Because Nagelsmann is like, he's he has a team attacking football, so I would love that if he did come. Right. He would come. I think I'd take, I'd take Potts as well, because the man can rebuild a club. Yeah. Yeah, if he had if he had the funds, then yeah. He would have oh, I mean, amazing. we clearly have the funds. We spend bloody two. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, and that's just that. Yeah. Oh, I must suck having like liking a poor club where club record signing sixty mil. Well, uh, we can make you do uh, less spending less money. Yeah, and and winning less trophies. Where are you guys winning right less now? Trophies. Spending two hundred million. <laughs> okay, we'll get there, <laughs> right? This season, FA Cup, Champions League. That's what we're winning. All right. Mate. Oh, stop chatting. We're above you. <laughs> yeah. Demonstrate. Yeah, I know you're above us just by we're level on points. It's just goal difference. Hey. Ninth place, let's go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll be in fifth place by next two weeks. After you lose <laughs> at Old Trafford. Right. Come off it. Alright. I think that's us for today. What else do we have coming up? We've got the EPL yes. special. we got the American special. we got the... What was the other one? We've got a Sporting Moments of the Decade Oh, yeah, special. that one. Yeah. Those are probably going to be the last three podcasts of the year, maybe. Yeah. Oh, so make, that's it. So make sure you guys, you uh, follow the podcast because you won't want to miss those episodes. No, it's they'll gonna, be exciting. It's going to be absolutely be awesome. sick. Yeah. We'll have some special guests. Yeah. 
you know, I've been talking to Ben Sigmund. Oh, yep. And, um, oh, you know, trying to work, work a deal. Oh, wait, so wait, make sure you follow and stay tuned. All right. Oh, wait, yeah. Thank, yeah, thank thanks for, for coming on, Vishik. It's been good. It's, yeah. it's been good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Hope this gets bang of All righty. All the best uh, with your exams, if you have any. And we'll see you next time. Bye.